This sikhah of Shabbos Parshas Yisrael Chof Shvat Tav Shunun Beis can be found in Sefer HaSikhah's Tav Shunun Beis on page 331. Another part of this Fabrengen was also edited by the Rebbe together with the sikhah of Chof Beis Shvat and a kuntras known as B'cho Yivorech Yisrael. And hopefully Be'ezus Hashem will learn that sikhah as well in a separate recording. The Rebbe starts off the sikhah by saying that the Aseris Adibrois actually say twice in the Torah. So the first time it says it in our parsha in Parshas Yisroi, and the second time it says it in Sefer Mishnah Torah in Parshas Vo'eschanan. We need to understand the content, the idea of these two times saying the Aseris Adibrois. Since the Aseris Adibrois are such a fundamental thing in all of Torah, and they include all of Torah, Kola Torah Kula, we need to say that the twice that the Torah tells us about the Aseris Adibrois, the first set of Dibrois in Parshas Yisroi, the second set of Dibrois in Parshas Vo'eschanan, it must be that they're bringing out two general ideas in Torah, especially, says the Rebbe, that there are a number of differences between the sets of the Dibrois, the first set in Parshas Yisroi and the second set in Parshas Vo'eschanan, as discussed and explained in Medrash Chazal and in the Mepharshim, and the Rebbe says it makes sense to say that the individual differences of these two times as are, are, are as a, resi- a result of the general difference between these two sets of how they're recorded, as will be explained later. So the Rebbe says a general essential difference between the Dibri Sarishonis and the Dibri Sacharonis, even very, very simply, is that the first set of Dibris, the way they're discussed in Parshas Yisrael, is the way Hashem is telling them, saying them directly at Matan Torah, telling it to the Yidin, by Yidabar Elikin, as Kol Advarim Labor, Hashem is saying all of these words, whereas the second set, the way they're described in, Parsh, in Sefer Devarim, are a part of Moshe Rabbeinu's words, as Moshe Rabbeinu is repeating and saying over in the 40th year, in the Sefer Mishnah Torah, as the Sefer starts, Eila Advarim, these are the words that Moshe Rabbeinu said. Now, since both of these sets of Dibris are part of the eternal Torah, and Torah is also Moloshin Hayro, it's always a directive and a lesson to us, so it's understood that these two ways of the saying the Aseris Adibris, the way Hashem is saying it, and the way, Hash, the way it's being given over, the words of Hashem through Moshe Rabbeinu, clearly are failed in all matters of Torah and in the avoid of a yid in learning Torah and fulfilling mitzvahs generally throughout all times. Especially, says the Rebbe, based on the words of Chazal, that limud Torah always needs to be in a way that every day it's like brand new. As if it was the very, very first time. In fact, this is why we say birchas Torah when we say the broch on the Torah, we say, in the present tense, Hashem is giving us the Torah because it's currently happening. And we say that just like at the time of Man Torah, we're standing there in awe and fear and trembling. Every single time we learn the Torah has to be in the same way. So therefore, it's understood that both ways of the Aseris Adibris, the way they were said, need to also apply in the Avoid of Eid every single day. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand what is actually being added in the Dibris Acharonis in the second set of the Aseris Adibris, the way they were said by Moshe Rabbeinu, compared to the way it's being said by Hashem himself, the way the Eden heard it. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, in Torah, generally, there are two levels. Number one, there's the Torah as it is, on its own, in its own essence. As it's described, Chem do Genuza, this is the precious treasure that was hidden by Hashem even before the world was created. This is part of Hashem's will, Hashem's wisdom. Torah is one with the essence of Hashem, as the famous expression, Torah and Hashem are all one. 
That's step number one. Then there's Torah, where you travel down through all the many, many levels, through the Ishtashlis, through the whole set of the realm of the realm, different realms of the worlds, till finally entering and coming into the physical um, matters of this world, into our Gashmizdik world. By Matan Torah, the Torah was given to the Yidden, Dafka, down here specifically on our Gashmizdik earth. As we say, Torah is not in the heavens. So a Yid, as a Neshama Baguf, needs to learn Torah and Paskin the Shilis according to their own understanding, according to their own cycle of a human being down here. And they're going to utilize Torah and Mitzvahs to transform the Gashmiz, the world, and make it for a place to, uh, for Hashem, a dear lady's bar Now, from these two different levels of the Torah, again, the way it's by Hashem, the way it comes down to us, then comes down also two ideas in how he learns Torah. One aspect is the knowledge, the recognition that Torah is purely Hashem's will and wisdom. Completely higher in the world, completely higher in the person's logic. Now, this brings, by the person, this brings him to a feeling of bitul. That the person learning Torah has a bitul, he feels nullified to Hashem. And that before he's going to learn Torah, he's going to make the bracha, the birchas Torah, where we say, Baruch Hashem, recognizing, appreciating that Nasa Lanu is Torah, so that Hashem has given us his Torah. And in fact, in Torah, even if we don't understand a single word, we're still making that bracha, appreciating that these are Hashem's words. Furthermore, this bitul, this nullification that he has to have is to such an extent that he doesn't even feel himself as a separate entity at all. Rather, all he's here for is only to verbalize and to bring out the word of Hashem that's in Torah. As the Pasuk says, Ta'an l'shoini imrosecha. That is, that the Torah is Hashem's words, and my tongue, my mouth, is only repeating Hashem's words, like someone that's answering and repeating after someone that's saying something. In other words, that in addition to the fact that generally we know Chazal tells us that when a person learns, Hashem is sitting opposite him, and, opposite him and learning. In other words, that your learning is causing Kavayachol, that Hashem should be learning. But there's something even more than that. That the words that you're saying are Hashem's words. Or as we say before Shemun Esra, Hashem sefosai tiftoch ufi yagiti lasecha. This Pasuk is saying that all we are saying, we're just repeating Hashem's words. The words that Hashem placed in our mouth. Similar to what it says about Moishe Rabbeinu, that Shechino medaberes, the Shechino spoke through his throat, through his mouth. And this is why Chazal tell us that just like Bamat and Torah was standing there in awe and fear and trembling, so to every single time we learn Torah. Because seemingly you might ask, how could you even compare? By Matan Torah, they were trembling. They were standing at our Sinai. They saw all the koilis. They saw all the sounds, etc. And Hashem is speaking to them directly. Well, what is sitting and learning Torah every single day on our own? It seems to me not to be the same experience. But the truth of the matter is, because really every single time we learn Torah, at any given time, it's really the words of Hashem that were said to Moshe at Sinai. Through Moshe at Sinai. As it says, Hashem is the one saying all of these words. And by thinking of this, this itself will cause you to feel that awe and fear as if you're just receiving these words today at our Sinai. So this is all one aspect in our Limud Torah. But then there's the second aspect, the knowledge that Torah was given down here onto this earth specifically to a Yid as an Ashama Baguf. And therefore this brings out within the person the idea that he needs to be learning Torah. He needs to be trying to understand it in his Seichel to make sure that he understands what he's learning in the Torah, to the extent that the Torah of Hashem, which is called Hashem's Torah, 
And yet, as the Gemara puts it, ultimately it's Nikras Al Shway, it's called on the person's name. Torah becomes your Torah. To the extent that we say that if a Rav, someone who learns Torah, is Moichel, forgoes on his honor, his honor is forgiven because now the Torah became his, he owns it, so to speak. He becomes like the Balabai's Kavayachal over the Torah. Says the Rebbe from these two things, need to also come out two things in the ultimate purpose and goal of Torah and Mitzvahs coming down into this world, which is, of course, the purpose of making a place for Hashem, Adira Betach Torah, which is achieved through Torah and Mitzvahs. And here again, we have two ideas. Number one is that we're making a Dirolo Yisbarach, we're making a place for the essence of Hashem. And in order to do this, we need the Torah, because Torah and Hashem are all one, and that's going to help us bring about the revelation of the essence of Hashem here. But then, in order to have the Dirolo Betachtoyin, we also need to have Tachtoyin, we have to have that Metzies, that existence, that entity of a lowly world, and as a, of a Yid, as an Hashem inside of a body, together with the Torah that came down here in the lowliest place and is acting according to the ways of the world of Tachtoyim, according to a physical lowly world, so that now he could take this world and transform it. On the one hand, the world is remaining a world, it's remaining Tachtoyim, and yet to make that into a place for Hashem by utilizing all of the different things of the world, the conduct of the world, the different definitions of the world itself, utilizing it according to the heroes of the Torah, making it a place for Hashem, a dinner for Hashem. Says the Rebbe, as simply the idea of a dwelling place of a wholeness. In order to be able to make a dira in a certain place, and with certain things that tachtoinim, what we need to do is, the Rebbe is again quoting a Maimar Chazal, where it says, Azlis Lekarta, when you come to a city, when you come to a place, so that's number one, you need to come to the place. But furthermore, Musa, you need to act in the ways and the manners of that particular place. In other words, you're coming, you're settling in a place, that's the Azlis Lekarta, you're going to a city, but furthermore, you're involved, you're investing yourself, you're clothing yourself, you're acting according to the ways of the place, according to the minhagim, the, 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 the customs and the manners of the place. Only then could we say that you're really properly settled in this place where now you could call it your home, your dira, by utilizing the aspects of that particular place in order to make that dira, in order to make that home, and to make it bigger and nicer, etc. Whereas... If you are not in the place, you're just somewhere else, or even within the place, but you're not acting according to the place, you're never really fully having your home there. So too in the nimshal. In order to make a dira betachtoinim, the person cannot remain an neshama removed, a neshama up above. Rather, the yid together with the toyinim needs to come down into the state of the tachtoinim, into the lowly world, and there act according to the world, according to the place, according to the tachtoinim, obviously according to the heroes of the toyinim, and then utilizing the place itself, transforming it and making it a dira for Hashem. Says the Rebbe, this is the Seif Vav we're up to right now, via that the Koyach, for both of these ideas, in other words, both in the area of Limud HaToyer, to have these two aspects that we discussed, as well as in making a dira betachtoyim, come from these two sets of the Dibrois. The first set of Dibrois, where it's emphasized, Vayidabar Elikim, that Hashem is saying all of these words, that's giving thee the Koyach, that in all of Torah, he should have this beetle that it's all about, the word of Hashem that's speaking through my mouth. And I'm all, all I'm doing is just repeating Hashem's words. As explained, regarding the word leimoyer in this passage, it says, Now usually leimoyer means to repeat, to say over to someone else. But in this case, what does leimoyer mean? Because in the Aseris Adibro, it's all in Yidin heard directly from Hashem, 
those that were hidden that were presently there, physically there, those that were there, everyone ultimately was by Har Sinai, that is Shomis of all the generations and even the Geirim. So what does it mean, Lamer, to say it over to who? So Chassidus explains that when it says Lamer by Yidaber, it means that a Yid is given to Koyach. In all generations, that when we learn Torah, and all matters of Torah, which are included in Vayidabar Elikimus Kolat, Devorim O'Ela, should be in a way that we are set, whenever we learn Torah, we're saying something that was said already. Meaning to say that when a Yid is saying it's not his own words, rather he's repeating Hashem's words, and the words that were said over to Moshe Misinai. Like we said before, Tan L'Shoini, my word, my mouth, my tongue is only repeating Hashem's words. So that's all the first set of the Aserus Adibris. The second set, the way it's said by Moshe Rabbeinu, in Chumash Dvarim, Moshe Rabbeinu, it's called the Mamutza Machaber, that intermediary that connects between Hashem and us. Because Moshe Rabbeinu himself is an Isha, that came a godly person, as he's an Hashemah down here in a physical body. So this gives the Yid Koyach, that as he is an Hashemah Beguf, he should be able to have the Koyach, especially through the Moshe Rabbeinu inside of him, to be able to learn title with that understanding. And with the seichel, with the intellect of a person down here below. So too, when it comes to the avoid of making a dear both in regards to the yid himself. Because we know that their main union of dear betachtoinim first and foremost starts within the yid himself. To make that the yidin should be a place for Hashem to be able to dwell there. So we know that Yisrael, yidin, and Hashem are all one. And therefore the yidin are really the ultimate dira for the essence of Hashem. Because they are kvayochel, one with Hashem. But... It, it's revealed through their avoidance when they deal with the lowly world. And then, after making himself a dira, there's also about making, giving, making the dira betachtoinim, having the koyach, to achieve this in the world. So therefore, here again, we have these two ideas. Number one, similar to the concept of ayedaber, lekimis like from the first set of luchais, from the, sorry, from the first set of the aseris hadibris, excuse me. That's giving the koyach to make the dira for the essence of Hashem. And then when Moshe Rabbeinu says over the Aserus Adibris, that's giving the Koyach, that we should be able to accomplish this in the Tachtoinim, in other words, according to their own definitions and limitations, since Moshe is someone that's failed down here in this world, like we quoted before, Aslis Lakarta, you go to a place and you act according to the place. Says the Rebbe in Sev Zion, the reason why we need to have these two sets of Dibris, the way it's said the first time and the second time, is because really each one of these has its own a unique advantage. The mile of the advantage of Ayyadabra, the way Hashem says it, this is because the revelation and the Amshach, the drawing down of the Dibris of the very essence of Hashem, is coming down in a direct way without any intermediaries. Not even Moshe Rabbeinu, who is called an Ishalikim. Now, even though, of course, Moshe is called a Mamutza Machaber, intermediary that connects and is giving over the words of Hashem, that the words of Hashem are just flowing directly through his mouth, through his throat, without even having any self-feeling at all. It's literally just the words of Hashem coming out. It's called B'derach Maivar. It's just like passing through. It's not even being changed when it comes into Moshe Rabbeinu. Nevertheless, the bottom line is, even this Maivar is having some sort of effect. And we, that's why we need Moshe. It wasn't able to come to Hashem. They weren't able to receive it directly from Hashem. The actual fact that we're saying it's going from Moshe, that means it's having some form of an impact. So even though it's only B'derach Maivar, it's only passing through, but it's already achieving that the Yidin should be able to accept it. So the idea, the Chindush, the idea by Yedabra, is about that all Yidin hear directly from Hashem without any sort of intermediary. Nevertheless, says the Rebbe, 
the way the Yidin are hearing the words of Hashem is mainly through Bittu. Bittu, in other words, you're losing your whole complete identity in Metzius. And as actually happened at that time, that every word that Hashem spoke on every one of the Debrois, their Neshawis flew out. And Hashem needed to revive them with the towel, with the dew that he's going to resurrect the dead. He had to be Mechayim Esim them. And this is why Yidin needed, when it came to the other Debrois, after Anoichilo Yilachad, Moshe should tell it to them, Moshe should give it over. So that's on the one hand the intense power of the first set of Debrois. On the other hand, the mileage of the way the Dibri Sacharoin is that Moshe Rabbeinu gives over, is that the word of Hashem is now coming down into a level that's more be'erich to the Yid. In other words, within their Metzius itself, they're able to accept it in a panimius, not in a way that they have to become completely bottled, completely nullified and gone. However, this is because the gili that's coming through Moshe Rabbeinu is already coming with somewhat of a change. It's not Kavayochel, that same intense gili, as coming from Hashem himself. To put it in the same language or the same style of the concept of making a diru for Hashem and diru betachtoinim, in the dibrois or ishoinus, in the first set of dibrois, what's more revealed is the fact that it's a diru lo yizbarech. The focus is more on the fact that it's Hashem's revelation. It's not so much about the tachtoinim. On the other end, in the dibrois acharoinus, what's more being focused on or emphasized is the tachtoinim. But on the other end, you don't have that same high level of diru lo yizbarech, of the essence of Hashem. More specifically, says the Rebbe, even in the words Dira Loyiz Barich itself, they can say there's two ways or two levels. As it's accomplished through Moshe in the second set of Dibrois, or as it's being said through through Hashem by Yadabra Elikim in the Dibrois Rishonis. What does this mean? So, number one, says the Rebbe, even when we're making a Dira Loyiz Barich, a Dira Loyiz Barich down here in this world, but the Rebbe says, what does loy, diru loyiz barich mean? We're still not speaking about the essence of Hashem himself, the one who's living there, so to speak. It's a diru for him. It's not him. It's... So the Rebbe says, the Bayedabar Elikim is still as it's... So this is all... In, in other words, it's, it's not Bayedabar Elikim itself. It's rather the Dvar Hashem coming through Moshe Rabbeinu with the Dibri Sacharoines. The Rebbe says, we see this in a diru in the simple sense. That is, that even though in a dira clearly the person that's living there is standing there revealed with his whole essence, nevertheless, the house or the home is not part of the person. There's still two separate things. There's the person and the house. And so too in the Nimshul, when we speak about dira lo yizbarich, since the point is to make it bitach down here in this world as the world is a world, and in fact, the whole point of the dira, as we said before, is being made up by the gedorim, by the manners, by the customs of the tachtoin, when you go to a place, you have to act according to the place. So even when we finally make the dira lo yizbarach and even a dira for the essence of Hashem, where Hashem himself is standing begilim, but ultimately there's still two separate things. You're having a, the, the, there's the tachtoinim, the state of the tachtoinim, and they are in that way, tachtoinim meaning because there's a concealment, the godliness is completely, completely hidden and concealed over there, and they are now becoming a dira for Hashem, but still a separate mitzvah from Hashem, from the one that's going to live there. The very essence of Hashem, because again, even though the whole chiddush is that even the tachtoinim are becoming a dira for Hashem, but it's still atzmus It's not the way it's in its very, very essence itself. It's already becoming. There's still two separate things. Says the Rebbe. This is still all part of way number one. Via 
that this way of making a dinner b'tachtoinim is that which is accomplished through Moshe Rabbeinu, the Mutzah on its own. This is similar more to the idea of the Dibur Yisacharoinis, that the words of Hashem, but ultimately it's still coming through Moshe Rabbeinu. And therefore, it's still somewhat be'eruch to the tachtoinim. It's not the gilui of the one living there himself. Now we come to step number two. That in addition to Dino Lois Boreich and Atzus Mohus himself standing there's more the idea the essence of Hashem himself not only revealed in something else but Hashem himself is completely revealed in his whole essence as it is in the in the, in the Debris Roshonis. Now says the Rebbe obviously the Tachlis HaShleimus is when we can combine these two things together. On the one hand, having the gilu literally of the not only the way it's coming down through the Mamutsa Machaba through Moshe Rabbeinu, and yet coming down to the hidden as they are in the Shomis Begufim and accepting all of this in their Pneumius and not by, not by just completely becoming nullified. In other words, that the Dira Betachtoinim itself is not in a way that it's becoming. The, the deer is not just becoming bottled, it's becoming, that it's gone, but rather it's becoming a channel for the gili of the Dvar Hashem Mamish, of the one who is living there, the very, very essence of Hashem. And how does that happen? When a Yid is learning Torah down here, in a way, as we said, that all he is is just a channel for the gili of the essence of Hashem, in a way that the deer itself, in other words, the Yid himself, as he is betachtoinim, is expressing and revealing the words of Hashem to the extent that the Yid himself is now one with Hashem, and that's the Gilui down here of Yisroel, that Yidin and Hashem are all one. With this Koyach, the Yid then goes and achieves the same thing within the world, that the Metzias of the world itself, of the Tachtoinim, are not only a Dira dwelling place as a separate Metzias from the one living inside it, but rather that the whole world is only about revealing the word of Hashem. In other words, it's the gili of the koyach that's failed in the world because it's only the essence of Hashem himself that could create something out of nothing. Says the Rebbe, the reason why we need to have these two sets of dibris, even though the dibris are showing us that the Hashem himself is speaking, is shaloi better higher than the second set that's coming from Moshe Rabbeinu, is because when Moshe Rabbeinu says the second set of dibris in a way of lameware, He's giving over the words of Hashem Mamish, that's going to accomplish, that's going to achieve that a yid, even as he's down here, to use the expression we said before, Afghan, even when he's learning Torah now, should be able to accept in the get there, in the definitions of the Tachtoinim, and be able to accomplish through their Limudat Torah and avoid the down here, that Gilui of a Yedabr Elikim, the Dvar Hashem Mamish, which was at Matan Torah. In other words, that through the Dibri Sacharoinis and Parshas Vezchanan, that's really revealing the Shleimus Amayla of the Dibris Arishonis and Parshas Yisrael. That is, the Gilu of Ayyadabar Elikim in the Lamer, inside every single Yid, in the Tachtoinim, that the learning Torah of Yid in every single time, in every single place, right now, is the word of Hashem Mamish, as it was said in Moshe Messinai. And that accomplishes that then when we learn Torah, that just like we were standing there in awe and fear and trembling, etc., like Bamat and Torah, we're exactly the same now as well. Says the Rebbe in Sif Tess, according to all of this, we could also explain the connection of the time when we le- read Parshas Yisri. This year, on the 21st, uh, on the 20th day, this is Chav Shvat, and Rebbe saying the Sikha of the 11th month, Shvat being the 11th month, 
which is 10 days, says the Rebbe, after Yud Shvat, it's also the Shabbos from which the following week gets its Baruch the coming days of Shvat, including Chavbeis Shvat, which is the Yom of the daughter of the free Dik Rebbe. Says the Rebbe, the 11th month Shvat is connected with the Gilui that's described in the Torah of the Achad Osor Yom Echayiv. The Torah describes Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to the Yidin, it's 11 days since Har Sinai. Now, Chassidus explains that 11 means we Yuchad Shabbat In other words, it's the one there could be one that's before, that's a, a number 11 that sometimes be understood that it's outside of the 10, but it's also, it, it, in other words, it's one that's on the one end, part of the Aser said there is, but uniquely standing by itself, one that's greater than all of them could also sometimes be called this Achad Aser. So this is referring to a Noichi Hashem The Achad Aser in other words, is referring to this Darga of 11, which is completely higher than the Aser Sadibris as they were giving at Arsirev and or to use the language, we say in Pesach Elio, Antuchad v'lobuchushbun. We have the ten spheroids, and then you have the one that's beyond it all, the level of Kesa that's higher than the ten spheroids. And furthermore, the very essence of Hashem that's completely higher than saying the Ishtashlis. That's what's represented by the number 11. So this is the 11th month. Within the 11th month itself, the Yoimi Lula of Kvoit Kedush Asmeri Vuchami Admur, the Yoimi Lula of the Freedik as we know, is in the 10th day. That means it's the Gilui of, on the one hand, Achadosar, the month is the 11th, but it's also connected with the day of 10, which represents Seidrish Talshwists. In addition to the fact that Achadosar on its own really includes, obviously, the previous 10, there's also this idea of the 11 along with 10, the 10th day of Shvat. Generally, this represents the idea of drawing down the Koyches Makifim, those higher, all encompassing levels, which is level of Kesner, but to bring it down also in the inner faculties. Or even furthermore than that, bringing down the very essence of Hashem, Bittach Like the idea that we discussed, bringing down the Dibris Harishoinis, combining it with the Dibris Acharoinis. Says the Rebbe, this comes out even in a greater way, in the 11th day of the 11th month, which then we have the Gilui of the number 11, both as far as the months are concerned, as well as far as the days are concerned. The Rebbe says, as this was discussed in another Sikha, that since it's coming after the 10th day, the 11th day of the month is coming after the 10th day of the month. So therefore we have the mile, we have the advantage, first of all, of drawing it down in the Pneumius by number 10. But then since mile in Bukhaydash, we then move on to the number 11, even in the days of the month, besides being, of course, the 11th month. Says that Ebbe V'yeshloimah, this is similar to the mile and the Chindush of the saying of the Dibris or Yishoinus. Through Hashem, which again is on the level of the Achados, the one that's higher than the ten, after we have already the saying of the Dibris Acharoinois through Moshe, which is the level of ten. The Rebbe says, especially when Shabbos Parshas Yisrael, when we read the whole Sedra in the Torah, including the Aserus Adibris, Vaidabra, the Kim is called Advorim, and we say a Bracha before it and a Bracha after it. And as we said, that then Hashem stands in front of us and says the words of Torah together with us in even a greater way than when, you, when we're learning the Torah throughout the year. So it says the Rebbe, this comes out even more so, when we have the Esterim B'chodesh, the 20th day of the month, as that Shabbos was in the 11th month, because the Esterim, the word Esterim, Esterim is 20, but the word Esterim is also the Gematria, the Keser, which is 620. In other words, so Esterim would then be Keser. And the 11th month again is Keser. So in other words, it's the level of Keser, 
or Achados or Sheba Achados, or the Kesser within the Kesser, within the 11th. Says the Rebbe, there from we move on from the 20th day, we move on to the 21st day of the month. Now we have a Posik, Ach Toivli Yisrael, only good for the Jewish people, Ach is 21. So we have Achados or Yoiv, this is the day of 21, is 11 days from Yud Shvat, from the 10th day of the 11th month. Furthermore, this is Erev Chavbeis Shvat. Now Chavbeis is going to be double Achados or, and it's also in the hint of the Posik, Becho Yivarech Yisrael, through you, Yidin will be blessed. The word Becho is 22, corresponding to the 22 letters of the Torah, through which all of the Brochis are coming down into the Yid Becho in Epidemius. Says the Rebbe in Sif Yud of the connection also with Parshas Mishpatim, which was starting to read at Mincha, and is the Parsha of the coming days, including Chavbei Shvat. On Ve'ela HaMishpatim, Asher Tosim Lufneim Chazal say, that just like the previous ones, the original ones, were from Har Sinai, in other words, the Aseris HaDibrois, Af'elu, so to these Mishpatim were also given from Sinai. In other words, that also those mitzvahs that seem to be rational, logical, the mishpatim are also con- which are connected with gidriyat achtoinim with the world, are really from Sinai, from the very very essence of Hashem. By just like the rishoinim are Sinai. or like we said before, that just like when we learn Torah now, it needs to be with and feel like by Matan Torah. Says the Rebbe, all of this comes out in a revealed way. How does the pasuk start off? The elah mishpatim. The elah is like you can point in your finger and say, here it is. And furthermore, Tosim Lufneim, we put it there, the English part of Tosim Lufneim, we should put it down in front of them. So Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, don't think that I could just teach them the Pedic and the Allah two or three times, and I won't bother to really explain it to them properly with all the Perushim. So no, Tosim Lufneim, you have to really give it to them, especially as we said before, Torah is really in essence higher than understanding. So no, Hashem says, Tosim Lufneim, you have to make it like a set table, ready to eat for the person. In other words, that even all of the explanations and the reasons need to come inside into the Yid and they should become an epinemius, like a table that's set in front of the person to eat. When you eat, it becomes part of your flesh and blood going into epinemius. Says it, according to what the Yerushalmi says, on the word Tosim, Yerushalmi says the word Tosim is the word Simo, which means a treasure. That even the deepest treasures of the Torah, the epinemius of the those things that are on its own, are completely hidden. And are connected to the hidden part of Hashem. They too need to come down in the way of Tassel of Flame, bringing down into a Pnimi's Begili. Says the Rebbe in Sifid Aleph, according to all of this, we can understand the lesson that we have right now, especially the current time we're holding so close to the Gula Amitis Vashlem, as we discussed many times. From the concept of Malal, and just like Bamat and Taito, we had to stand in awe and fear, so too now we learn that in every single generation, in every single time, in every single place. Yidn have the koyach to accomplish by Yidaber, just like it was by Matan Torah the first time. And this koyach we take from the Hebrew, from that connection of the Dibri, sorry, Shainis, which come directly from Hashem. The Dibri, Sacharin, is a come through Moshe, as we discussed at length. And so too is true, this repeats itself constantly, as it's known that the union of Matan Torah is a constant thing. As mentioned before, we say, in the present tense. And so, too, in every single generation, we have the Moshe Shemedar, which gives over the words of Hashem, the Torah. So from all of this, we understand that in every single generation, these matters are repeated. And in even a greater way, because we have the concept of Mylon B'Kaidish. So it's repeated, this Chibur, this connection between the first set of Dibrois and the second set of Dibrois, which gives the Koyach that we should be able to constantly be in this state of awe and fear, with that Gilead of Ayedaber Elohim. Says the Rebbe, how much more so in our generation, where we see begin, we see in an open way that the Moshe Shemedereinu, Kvoit Kedushas Meir Mechamiyad Morisidereinu, 
is connected with this gilui, with this revelation, this combination, this connection of the levels, as we explained before, the 10, number 10 and number 11. And furthermore, as we said, the achados are sheba, achados are, as we explained, and therefore it shows even more of this connection that Afka right now is all connected with Malal to the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. Says that this is even more emphasized because our generation is the very, very last generation of the Golas and the first generation of the Gula, especially in the most recent time, as we discussed many times, that we completed everything already. And now all we need is just that it should be the Gula Bapoil, the Gilui of this level of Assyria. We know that when Mashiach is going to come, there's going to be the 10th song and other Inyanim associated with the number 10. But along with the Gilui of the number 11, that level of Antuchad, the Amish is higher than the 10, the Gilui of the very essence of Hashem down here. Which is connected with as we know that Goyal Rishin, who Goyal Achrein. Says the Rebbe, especially based on what we discussed a number of times, the Rosh is that we could possibly say on the word Miyad. Miyad is the Rosh Tevis, Moshe, Yisroel, referring to the Baal Shem Tev, and Dalit David Malka Meshicha. That means that the first generation of Matan Toyra, the generation of Moshe, is connected to the last generation. The one of the Gu'ulu through David Malka Meshicha, and they are connected through the Gilu Yachsidis of the Baal Shem Tev, Rabbi Seinu Nisienu, Mamalim Akoyme, because when we spread the Chsidis to the outside, as we know, that's when Mashiach is going to come. Says the Rebbe Vyashloyme, we could say that in accordance to this Toichen of the word Miyad, which means immediately, we have to say that the three letters are connected not only with three completely different times, Moshe and his generation, and Yisrael of Baal Shem Tev and his generation. And then David Malka Mashiach in his generation, but rather they also all come together, Mamish, Miyad, in every single generation and in every single time. As hinted in the word Miyad, even going back to the times of Moshe Rabbeinu, that you could say Miyad is also Rosh Hashanah of Moshe, Yehoshua, and Doiram, their generation. That means because all three things are coming together at one time, in one generation. Says the Rebbe the same thing, we're going to apply to our generation. That within the same generation, we have the Gilead of all three. The Mem standing for Moshiach. And as the name points out in the footnote, whose name is also with a Mem, Menachem. Yud is the Rosh of both names of the free Nikarebbe. And Dawid refers to Doiram, the, the, their generation. Of course, along with the Moshiach of Edereinu, which is again the level of the Eser, the Assyrian Bishvat, but also including the Gili of Titus Achsidus, this wellsprings of the Balshemtiv through him. So then we have also the Gili of the Achadosar, the Goyal Rishon, who Goyal Achrin, because the generation of, of, of David Malka Meshicha. Says the Rebbe Vyashloimah, that these three ideas are similar to the three things we said before in regards to the Dibreis or Rishonis that we said. You have the fact that it's coming from Hashem Himself. Similarly, you have the idea of the Gili of the Sosim and Pnimiyas HaToyra, the inner parts of the Toyra, starting through. And you have, then you have on the other end, you have the Dibaris Achroinus through Moshe. And then finally, we have the Chibur of these two ideas together, which is like the idea of Esen and Achalos are coming together, as will be Bishlemus through the Gili of Tayyar Adoshimiti Taitse, which is again like the idea of Achad Osir Yemichoinus. It's the idea of something higher than the Asaris and Dibaris that were given from Chayrev, coming from the very essence of Hashem, which is higher than Moshe, that Mamutsa Amachaber, the Gaula Amitis Vashlema de Mashiach Says the Rebbe in Siyafid Bey, the practical lesson from all of this for each and every Yid called Echad V'achas Yisrael, man or woman. Men, women, and children, especially in our generation. Standing in Shabbos Parshas Yisrael, when we read the Torah, the Parsha of Matan Torah, 
coming from Asiri Bishvat in the 11th month and preparing for Chavbe Shvat, which is double 11. Every single year needs to take the Oira by Yedaber of the Kibbutz called Advarim Lamer, which was said, Beloshan Noichach and Beloshan Yochid. That means it's being said in singular and in present tense, speaking to someone directly. Aloichi Hashem, I am your Elokecho. I took you out of Mitzrayim. In order to learn a lesson and a command to each and every one of us, to each and every one as an individual. And that is, that just like Bamatan Toyga, together with the fact that it was, yes, it was a one time thing, but it has Ashpo on all future times in a way of, as we said before, we have to stand now with the same awe and fear as then. So, so too now, when we learn this parsha of the Torah, we have to take our Achlotas Torahs practically for this for all coming days and weeks and months, especially in connection to the concept of number 10 and number 11, as we mentioned. And that is, just like by Matan Torah, all Yidin got together, in a way by Yichan Shem Yisrael, Ke'isha Kod Echod, so too there has to be the avoid of the Yid now. Every single Yid has to get together, first of all, his own ten koichas, his own ten faculties. Make out of them one sibur, one congregation that all together are serving Hashem. Both with his inner ten koichas, which are the three levels of intellect and seven emotional character traits, and so too with his koichas lakifu, with the ones that are more encompassing and higher than it than his koichas. That's number 11 which is the levels of Ratzin and Tainug, which is the, the, the will and pleasure. As we say, First and foremost, says the Rebbe, to add in Limuda Torah, learning it with awe and fear, knowing that we're learning the Torah, this is our own ten koichas, we're learning it according, on the one hand, our own faculties, our own koichas and efesh, but at the same time, this is Hashem's words that were said, every single person should accept upon himself to be mashpia. In the very next days, on at least another ten years in all matters of Torah and mitzvahs, and do this also with all your koiches, with your koiches penimim and koiches makif. And I said that this is a year for each and every of our generation, men, women, and children, including says the Rebbe specifically, and starting with those that are right here, right now, with the base Hakles and the base Hamedrash and base Maisim Torah of Koyt Kedusha Beir Chami Avonu Sidereinu. The one that's called a Mikdash the base Rabbeinu Shebebavel. This is the place that's the base Chayenu, the house of our life of all Yidin that are found in this place. And of all the Yidin of the whole generation, because Hanosi, who Hakoyel. From him comes the Ashpoas Achayis to the whole generation. And for, for all the people in, in all parts of the world. And therefore it's understood that his Shul, his base Medrash, and his base Maisim Toivim is called base Chayenu, it's the house of all of our life, especially through the Ashpa of Torah's Chaim and Mitzvahs, regarding which it says, you live with them. And through this, that all Yidden um, that, that are here show this living example, how we need to act according to the heroes of the senior Reinu. So then the Ashpa and the Chayus comes from this place, from this house, especially when we're adding now and trying to improve and renovate and make this house better as much as possible. So the Ashpoah goes to all the rest of the Eden and the rest of the world and ultimately to the whole world. And the Diz Beis HaKnesses, Diz Beis HaMedrish and Beis HaMedrish and Beis HaMedrish together with all Shuls and Bati Medrish and Bati Medrish and Bati are go up together with all the Eden, with our younger, with our old, with our sons and our daughters to Eretz HaKodesh, to Yerushalayim, 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 to Yerushalayim
and take it from the Yad Ma, with all the Mamish, with all the Pirushim of this, starting with the simple Pirush that literally right now Mamish.